Hello, and welcome to this Tulsa edition of the Low Key Podcast. Hey guys, t-shirts are on sale, so go check out the lowkeypodcast.com to go get your shirt. Also, this episode is sponsored by Justin's. Justin's creates a nut butter that's naturally delicious with flavors like maple, honey, vanilla, and my personal favorite, chocolate. And if you have a sweet tooth, go and try their peanut butter cups, which come in white chocolate and dark chocolate. Now, without further ado, Joe and June. It's nice, it's easy, it's low-key. Let's get started. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Low Key Podcast. I'm here with Joe and June themselves, Daniel and uh, Philip. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got your names right. Usually, yeah. usually that doesn't happen because uh, people have like crazy names or crazy last names. So, but I'm just using. I'm on a first name basis right now. Cool. cool. So, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Yeah, I'm excited to have you guys on. Very glad to be sitting on this um, super comfortable couch. It's probably the most comfortable setting I've ever been in. <laughs> you know, we do what we can. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so tell me a little bit about what Joe and June is. Yeah, so uh, Joe and June is a vintage shop. Um, we also carry a lot of handcrafted goods, mostly from the United States, but we do have... Um, some goods from, say, Turkey and, uh, and Persia and stuff like that that are handcrafted there as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Joe and June is kind of a, a unique name. I think it's, it's kind of cool. Why did you guys name it Joe and June? So, uh, Danielle, uh, her great-grandmother is June. My great-grandmother is Josephine, but she goes by Joe. And so we got our love from, like, handmade vintage items from them and so we wanted to pay homage to them through mm. the name of our business. My great grandmother is actually still alive. She's a hundred years old. Whoa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she still lives by herself. Like yeah. she uses a walker but And she'll like tell like people like my grandson named his shop after me and anyway she's, <laughs> she's basically a mess. <laughs> That's funny. A hundred years old. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I don't I mean, I don't have grandparents that are 100 years old, let alone do I know a lot of people that are 100 years old. Yeah. And that's crazy. That's yeah. a lot of my time. Yeah, yeah. She's, got, she's definitely got life in her. It's a little spunky thing. She's very spunky. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so what, what, what kind of got you started in this industry? So it is kind of a long story, and it's kind of cheesy to start with. Um, I knew I always wanted to own my own business, I used to think I wanted to be a chef and own a restaurant, cafe, or something. And now I hate cooking, so that's the funny part. <laughs> um, and then, so we, we first started by uh, doing vintage market days, um, I don't know, five or six years ago uh, here locally. And um, we started with selling 
what I was making, which was like little girl tutus and headbands and stuff nice. out. So it's pretty like embarrassing, but I'm okay with letting the world know where I started. So yeah, we started there and we were at Vintage Market Days and I'm like, I have all this stuff. Like all I had in my room for decoration was, uh, you know, stuff that was hand-me-downs from my great grandma or, mm-hmm. or grandma or whatever. Um, so we were like, we have like a good amount of vintage stuff. Why aren't we doing this? And so the next one, we started bringing more vintage stuff. Um, and we always loved it. That's what I used in my bedroom. And, you know, then when we got married in our house. And so it was like, let's do this. So kind of just formed and took its path, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you guys, you guys like, in the store, it's it's very unique. Very, um, I'd say you guys are hip. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of your clothing or a lot of the stuff you sell is, um, I, I don't know, more create on the creative side yeah. of things. Because because for me, um, I feel like when I hear people say like talk about your store. Um, they talk about how like cool and creative or like cutesy it is, you know? <laughs> and I, I think that's really cool. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of stores like this that are starting to open and stuff, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a very kind of like artsy, creative kind of deal. Yeah. So, which is yeah. really cool to see. Yeah. We claim ourselves like we're very, we try to be very curated because um, sure you can go to the thrift store and find half the stuff we have in here yeah but you're gonna spend you know hours and maybe days going to 10 different thrift stores trying to find five things you want for your house but you can come here and we've already done all the work for you so <laughs> yeah. so, so do you guys make your own clothing and stuff like that we don't make our own clothing so all the clothing we have is uh, mostly vintage otherwise it's thrifted or found okay um, we uh, we're ethically based so we don't purchase any brand new clothing um, unless it's ethically made with like organic materials um, so that's kind of why we want to have things that are vintage but can look like what relevant. people would wear nowadays. Yeah, relevant. Yeah. Um, and so you can get that here and you don't have to worry about slave labor and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, didn't know, I didn't know clothes can be made organically. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so I watched... Um, what's it called? The True Cost on Netflix and mm. not pushing it on anyone, but that is a really, really good documentary on uh, like slave labor and how materials are grown. And so like, yeah, organic, like cotton is, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, where it's unorganic, it's grown in third world countries and like they put tons of chemicals into it that harm the water for the people that live there and stuff like that. So yeah, you can get organic made clothing. <laughs> that was something that we pledged to do personally. Personally, yeah. like it's been okay. maybe more than a year, a little bit more than a year that we weren't gonna, we were only gonna buy vintage or we were gonna buy thrifted or you know like ethically sourced, ethically made type things. So we definitely wanted to bring that to the shop as yeah. well. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I have to watch that documentary now. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's like. It, it touches me, like, in my heart. <laughs> it's deep. <laughs> so so what makes you guys, like, being in this industry, what makes you passionate or motivated 
in this industry or to do what you do, small business, um, clothing, creative artsy stuff? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for one, it's beautiful, and I love to see how all these pieces combined can create a home or a space that someone loves and feels safe and happy in. Um, so that's a big key. Uh, and then just like when we get customers in here, especially our regulars, like we have regulars that come in once a week, once every two weeks. And, um, I just love to see them and get to know them and uh you know they'll be searching for something and they'll find it here or find something like a piece of clothing that they love and makes them feel good and it makes me happy that we get to bring that joy to someone's life in a affordable way (laughs) (laughs) that's true yeah (laughs) how about your side of things yeah definitely uh the creative side definitely speaks to me Um, I do a lot of like the pictures for Instagram and website and stuff like that. So it's definitely a creative outlet for me. I love to be able to like put certain things together or just like the way like our shop is and stuff like that. Anyway, it's just, it's, it's, it's a good creative outlet for us. A lot of people will come in and say like, we love your pictures or whatever. And I'm always like, oh, thanks, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So definitely a creative side for me is, like, definitely really rewarding. And it's also humbling. Yeah. He's not really, like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so tell us the story of, um, I mean, this could be cheesy, completely beautiful. I I thought you guys... (laughs) How you guys met? Okay, so we both worked at Reesers when nice at like twenty first and Yale. Uh, was I think I was sixteen. I think we were both sixteen because we're only a few months apart. And um, I first met him, and he and I asked him if he wanted to be best friends, and he was like, "Sure." So we got each other's numbers, and the first night we talked on the phone for like five hours, um, and we were best friends for almost a year. Uh, before I like w- realized I was in love with Philip and uh, called my boyfriend at the time and broke up with him and called Philip and I was like, please don't let this affect our friendship in any way, but I have to tell you I'm in love with you. <laughs> and so we kept being friends for like a month and he would like kiss me on the cheek and he started calling me babe and then one day he asked me to be his girlfriend. And yeah, do you want to tell them what you thought of me when you first met me or well, when you first saw me? I mean, like, what do you say when someone, like, basically just walks up no, to you and they're no, like, when, hey, want to be best friends? <laughs> no, when you very first saw me, like, when I was ringing someone up at oh, Reese's yeah. before I asked you to be best friends. I thought you were kind of snotty. He thought I was snotty. <laughs> did, I didn't even, like, say a word. He just, like, assumed from the way I looked. I think I was wearing, like, well. Chucks. I was wearing like long necklaces, like dangly earrings. I think a killer's hot fuss t-shirt. Oh yes. Some like ripped up like flared jeans and chucks, and he was like, "She's like a snob. I can tell." (laughs) 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 Which is totally not me. (laughs) So yeah, that was his first impression of me. Yeah, married to a snob. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So we've been together for, I forget, a total of going on 11 years. Oh, yeah, 11 years. And we've been married for five. Yeah. Nice. So. That's awesome. Yeah. 
And and uh, when did this when did this start? Like Joe and June. Yeah. So we started after we were married. Yeah. So, but shortly after we got married. So it's been like, well, yeah, it's been probably about four years. Shop's been open for two. And the shop's been open for two, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. So in the the two years, you guys have been a company. Is there any changes you've seen, like, in this kind of industry or, like, just changes for for you guys? Yeah. So, um, like, we've definitely grown. Uh, We, I don't remember what we started out on, like, Instagram with, like, I mean, when we started with the shop open, we maybe had, like, a 1,000. And, like, we haven't done any, like, paid promotion or anything, and we're up to, like, almost 17,000 followers. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't, I don't know how it's happened. It's been a big blessing. I give all the glory to God, but um, it's been definitely good. We've grown a lot. Uh, we get good foot traffic, and we also have a lot of, like, regulars and Instagram followers that, you know, want us to ship them stuff all over the world. Um, so that's been really awesome. And then um, just growing and getting to connect more in the community, getting to connect mm-hmm. with small businesses and partner together on certain things, like different, like we'll partner with ever something to do, like styling for a photo shoot or something. Um, right now we have a school supply drive that we're partnering with Fairfellow and Ever Something. Um, so yeah, just getting to be a part of the community and small business and mm-hmm. becoming friends with people that do what we do, kind of. Yeah. yeah, Tulsa is, has, is a really, has a really good, um, I don't know how to say it, but like all the businesses, like it's not like, at least in our experience, not a lot of like hostility or competition or whatever if someone you know, comes to us and they're like, I'm really looking for this. And we're like, we don't have that, but we can send you someplace that might have it. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and the same thing with, um, other businesses too. Um, like we're all kind of working together, you know, for the, for a good cause and stuff like that. So we've never really had any sort of like hostility with the Tulsa businesses. It's always just like a working together, uplifting uplifting type thing. Supporting one another. Yeah. So So I guess that kind of comes from Tulsa being kind of smaller, but just kind of growing in that aspect as well. Yeah, Tulsa's pretty good at that. Like, um, I, I think it's gotten better at, like, the local kind of sticking together and growing together, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool to see, because yeah. it, it is growing, Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Um, but you guys are pretty involved with a lot of the local scene. Yeah, we know a lot <coughs> of, I mean, we know, like, every local business owner, and we... Um, like collaborate a lot. Uh, we know like all the amazing photographers in Tulsa and everything. So we're really blessed to be able to know mm-hmm. all these amazing artists for sure. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome to see that like you guys have a, um, a community yeah. in the local scene. Yeah. Um, what would you say is one of the biggest hardships you guys have had or a constant struggle or something in building up the business has been a hard and difficult um, thing? Hmm. Probably just, like, finding a balance. Like, it's really hard to not work. Uh, recently, we've been like, we're going to make Sunday a day of not working. 
make it like God's day, a day of rest. Uh, um, so that's been nice because we'll do no work on Sundays. But other than that, even when we're at home watching TV, like we're answering people's questions on Instagram or getting back to someone that emailed a question from the website or something uh, along those lines or even like when we take vacations it's very hard for us to not go shopping for the business uh, like when we were in Colorado for I don't know almost a week we spent the majority of the time shopping for the business instead of doing things for us yeah. and so and like we love to do those things and it's kind of like addicting um, so it's definitely been a struggle to like find a good balance and like I have to tell Philip sometimes, like, he'll be like, I just need to answer this person on Instagram. And I'm like, they will be there tomorrow. Like, <laughs> they don't have to have an answer two seconds after they ask a question. Like, yeah, they'll be there tomorrow, you know. So that's kind of, like, probably been the biggest struggle is just separating work and, like, our personal life and having time that we're like, no, we're not dealing with business stuff mm. at all right now you know yeah yeah so <laughs> anything from your side Philip? uh <laughs> i think she pretty much covered it <laughs> <laughs> um what what advice would you give to someone that wants to start a small business or be in this industry i'd say just go for it um as you kind of could tell by danielle's like hey you want to be best friends like just jump into it, do something that you love and that are passionate about it and that you're passionate about. And, uh, yeah, we'll have people say like, I really want to do this or, or like ask a question, like how we started our business. And we basically like, we don't really know. We just kind of winged it, but we just kind of went with it Mm -hmm. and, you know. Yeah. We're not your typical, like starting up a business story. Like we don't come from money and we don't, we didn't like get a loan we just started with what we had and worked until we could open the shop and um, mm. we kind of really wing everything. We don't know what we're doing, yeah. but, <laughs> but it's worked so far, so most of the time Google is our friend, uh, so and Google YouTube. and YouTube. And, and just life experience, like, oh gosh, I think the first time we had to do taxes was for probably the, the yeah. worst yeah for the business was probably like the worst experience of our life our dining room was taken over like i had receipts and papers out the wazoo our entire dining room table boxes and boxes just like were just stuck, like stuck everything was spread out and i'm super organized and i so i like would like paper clip everything and put post-its on top of the stack saying like what was this and this and that oh, but it took geez. like I don't know, at least three, four weeks to, like, sort everything and get all the numbers together and then, like, hand it over to our tax guy where he, like, plugged it all in and was like, okay, this is all you have to pay. And we're like, okay, good. (laughs) And we're, like, definitely learning by experience. Like, okay, next year we're going to be better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, taxes are... I, I'm even confused just with my normal taxes. Like, I can't imagine, like, business taxes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a lot. But I just, like, I'm a very, like, I don't know. Sometimes I go for it with my dreams. Like, other other times, like, my willpower for something else, like, 
eating healthier and getting more fit, like, it doesn't work out. But when it comes to, like, business or, like, friendship <laughs> stuff, I'm like, go for it. And so uh, that's all, the only advice I can give is, like, go for it and wing it and ask for help when you need it and learn from others and their mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Just come talk to us. We'll tell you what not to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can't tell you what to do, but we can tell you what not to do. <laughs> well, there's that one time. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> is, there, is there any um, misconceptions um, that you'd say would, would be in this industry that you guys learned um, or anything that, that people say, like being a small business owner? Um, that you're like, no, that's not, that's like, I mean, like, so, sorry, I'm doing most of the talking. Philip's the quieter one, so. (laughs) He's like, just let her talk. I'll just sit here and be pretty. So, I'll do those social media posts and you can do the talking. (laughs) So, um, my brain just lost my thought though. What was the question again? The, um, misconceptions. Oh, okay. So, um. Mostly everyone that, like, talks about our prices says, like, I cannot believe how fair you guys price your things. And, um, like, they really appreciate that we try to keep things reasonably priced. And I always tell them, like, my motto is, like, I don't want to price things more than what I would personally want to pay for it if, like, I was taking it home. Um, So that's what we try to stick with. But we do every now and then get, you know, someone that's, like, Oh, this this is like so overpriced, blah blah blah. Yeah, like and I know you bought this at a garage sale for twenty five cents. I'm yeah, like, and, and I'm, I'm like, like mm, first of all, I mean, we didn't. yeah. We didn't. <laughs> first of all, no, that chair did not cost twenty five cents. <laughs> Second of all, they, I mean, people don't always realize like we have to pay ourselves, like we have to pay rent, we have to pay internet, we have to pay for our POS system, we have to pay cleaning supplies, we have to pay, you know, our shop help. Um, so we have to pay, you know, on business insurance so that if someone falls in here, we don't get sued or whatever. (laughs) So, I mean, we have to take care. I mean, we got to pay our tax guy. Like there's a lot of things that we have to pay for that like, yeah, we may have got, you know, that chair for $40, but we can't just sell it to you for 50 because we have to be able to pay for all of these things so that you can come shop at at this store that's curated. Um, so yeah, just, that's Other probably that, though, it. That's probably the only sort yeah. of hmm. Yeah, and that doesn't happen that often, so yeah. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I just ignore it. I, I'm not going to go into detail and be like, well, we have to pay this and this and that. Um, you know, just let it slide off my shoulder and be like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So describe kind of what you, what you guys sell and, um, what, what, what are some hot items you guys have? So, we sell a lot of vintage clothing, Um, things that are really um, hot right now are like 90s, like long floral dresses. Oh man. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You're you're probably going to try one on after this, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm totally going to do. Prepare for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll style you. (laughs) Actually, there's going to be a vlog going up of me just trying out on Instagram. Okay, okay. So uh, we have like like high waisted jeans. They're always like super good seller. We sell like clogs that are um, handmade in Sweden. Oh, um, yeah, those are definitely big. They're yeah. like a really big seller. Like we're almost out. We have an order coming in. We sell a lot of like smudge sticks. 
What's um, a smudge stick? That's like, those things right there. Yeah, oh. kind of like an incense type thing. Oh, I yeah. love those things. Yeah. yeah. Some people, yeah. we don't use them for like ghosts or anything, but some people use them for like bad energies or bad vibes. We just like the smell of them. And they're also good at cleaning the air. Yeah. So that's definitely a cool bonus. Yeah, I've loved the smell of them. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of the things I've, I've loved about their um, smell, like the sages and yeah, stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for yeah. For sure. We sell like uh, pillows that are made from old rugs. In Turkey. Um, in yeah. Turkey. Yeah. Uh, we sell like, like obviously like our shop is pretty small, so we have to like be kind of specific about like furniture we sell. But we're like we turn turn furniture over pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so. We sell yeah. a lot of crystals. Yeah, we have a lot of rocks. My, Just, I'm the crystal person, so at home, um, I have a lot. I have a very big crystal collection. Uh, and I want to study geology, but I don't like school, so I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was my idea to start crystals Crystal whenever we started, and then it's grown, and people love them, and he's always like, you spent how much on crystals? And six <laughs> later, I'm like, do you see all the crystals we saw? People love crystals. I'm like, they're rocks. And she's like, no, this is the specimen. Yeah. Like, no, this is an apophyllite specimen. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Or like when what I'm at the shop by myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> when I'm at the shop by myself, like someone will say like, what's this? And I'm like, uh, hold on one second. I'll give her a call or like send her a picture. And she's like, oh yeah, that's a blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, I know nothing okay. about crystals. <laughs> yeah. I'll teach you. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I know there's a bunch of, like, crystals around and different names, but I'm like, some of those names are really too big for me to really understand. They are. I mean, I don't know that I'm always Made saying up. them right, but, yeah, there's one that, one called Appetite, you know? So oh, there's oh, a lot of okay. different names, but there's, I guess, over, like, 3,000 crystal specimens, and I want one of every single one. So 3,000? Yeah, over 3,000. Wow. That's like the specimens, and then you have like this that grows on this, and then and then you have like Yeah, I don't know, but I want one of every single one. That's crazy. So that's my life goal. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even know. I don't, I don't know. I didn't even know that there was that many. Yeah. Crystals. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Hashtag wow. life goals. Yeah. That and singing with Brandon Flowers. Who's Brandon? Oh, is that Killers? Lead singer. Killers. Uh, yeah. yeah. Favorite band since I was like 15, probably. I yeah. taught him about them, and mm-hmm. now they're our favorite band forever. Mm-hmm. I've seen them. So, Brandon Flowers, if you're listening to this. Yeah, she wants to meet you. I just <laughs> want to sing a song with you. I just want to song. be on stage, <laughs> sit on the couch, and sing a song together. Houston. If I'm dying, Acapella. that's my dream. Like, if I'm dying, please call Brandon Flowers and let's sing together. <laughs> <laughs> um. What's your guys' favorite thing about Tulsa? Ooh. Hmm, there's so many good things. Because like, you guys are like Tulsa. Tuls- I don't know. Tulsans. Tulsans. Yeah. Is that Tulsans. what you say? What you call them? Tulsans? Tulsans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're both born and raised Tulsans. Um, I don't know. There's so many things. Like, Tulsa just has, like, for us, it just has, like, a certain feel. Like, we went to California and we really loved it, but it just didn't have the same feel as Tulsa. Like, when we went to Denver... You know, it had lots of cool stuff, but we just were, like, we just really, like, we'll, like, miss Tulsa when we leave, so I don't know, like... I mean, it's, like, it's just got an awesome community, I feel like. It's got a lot of 
amazing artists and um, just people with good hearts that love each other. And I feel like we have a lot of cool things here. And we don't have horrible traffic yeah. like Denver oh, wow. and San oh Francisco. Oh, so that's yeah, a bonus. Uh, yeah. The only thing I don't like about Tulsa is that we're not touching the ocean. Mm, that is true. I'm like, if Texas just broke off and became an island, and at least Oklahoma would then be touching the ocean, I'd be, like, perfectly okay with yeah. everything. <laughs> but... The only yeah. problem I would have with the ocean is that there's hurricanes. Like I know. True. That's, yeah. yeah. True, I was true. talking to someone about the hurricanes the other day, and I was like, I guess it is good that we're landlocked. Yeah. Because then we don't have to deal with that. But... Man. It would be nice <laughs> to have an ocean. I know. Yeah. I love the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, because you guys have grown up here. Yeah. Like you said, how, how have you seen Tulsa grow? Um, just downtown, just Tulsa in general? Well, actually, um, gosh, we used to live downtown um, in the Blair Apartments, which is was like an old hotel that they end up, they ended up turning into apartments. And we used to walk downtown. It was maybe like six years ago. We would just like walk around downtown and there would be nothing, like nothing open, no nightlife, nothing. I mean, there were like a couple bars. But... Yeah, 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 like bars and stuff like that. But other than that, there was like nothing really to do. So, gosh, Tulsa in the past six years has just exploded with small businesses and cool things to do. Um, gosh, even the, the district that we're in right now, Kendall Whittier, um, it was Tulsa's, like, first shopping district, like, the street that we're on right now. I think the street? I don't know. Yeah, I think this yeah. used to be Route 66, and then they moved it Somewhere to else. wherever. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, and then, you know, in the 70s and 80s, this place turned into, like, the place that you didn't want to catch your husband at because there was, you know, all kinds of things. that Dirty... The circle used to be a dirty movie theater. Yeah, and that like coffee shop on the corner was like a dirty bookstore or whatever. <laughs> anyway, when, so, you mean, when you mean dirty, do you mean... Well, as in... Like adult? They didn't yes, sweep like the floor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. I don't want to bring my kids around here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like our grandparents, like, a dirty bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, adult. Yeah, yes. adult. Yeah, it was a very adult place to me. <laughs> so anyway, it's just nice to see, you know, that, that this district turn around into something really cool and artsy we have lots of like creative co-ops like across the street there's um loose leaf that's mostly like for photographers and then rough house for like entrepreneurs and stuff like that so it's definitely yeah Tulsa's definitely yeah it's really cool how much Tulsa has grown just in I feel like that's a small amount of time for like all the businesses that have like popped up you know Hmm. um I've heard other people say like they feel like it's not growing like as fast as they'd like it to and I can see that I guess but I mean from our standpoint of living downtown six years ago to like how much there is to do downtown now is for me I'm like woo yay go Tulsa for sure so Mm. yeah yeah I Huh? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was Jeez. just saying, like, we live at, like, 15th and Harvard area, and so, like, we love just, like, kind of being in the middle of everything. Like, you're five minutes away from this, and five minutes away from that, you can hop on the highway yeah. and be downtown, or, you know, we're only, like, five minutes away from the shop and stuff, so that's Yeah, we nice. have, like, some... You don't have to drive, like, 20... Like, when we were in Colorado, we had to drive, like, 25, 30 minutes just to get anywhere, and gosh... In Tulsa, you know, five, ten minutes if yeah. you're kind of midtownish and you can get yeah. wherever you need to go. 
we have like some family and friends that live like Broken Arrow, South Tulsa, and they're like, Tulsa, there's nothing to do. Like Tulsa's boring. I want to move to Colorado, and I'm like, when's the last time you went downtown or like Midtown? And they're like, yeah. it's been a long time, and I'm like go because it's so different yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. you guys just do boring stuff yeah i i think for me i've seen it grow too um from the six years i've been living here it's it's definitely progressed a lot in getting and starting to have this kind of culture of locality and have creative stuff come up which is really cool to see with coffee shops, breweries, mm-hmm. and different like local shops, like yeah. pop-ups and yeah. stuff, which is really cool to see. You know, <clears throat> people, like you said, people may say that it's not growing fast enough, but the slow progression is really cool. Because yeah. you get used to these different shops, like you guys, or say like Fairfellow or Cirque, yeah. mm-hmm. and it makes you appreciate that, yeah. like yeah. those companies a lot more. Yeah, yeah. for so. sure. And I feel like if it was going, if it was moving too fast, it would like... Like, it would all fall apart, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Too I fast, I feel like, just isn't Tulsa's <clears throat> thing. Like, yeah. it'll happen when it happens. It may be slow for some people. It may be fast for others. But I think it's going just the right amount. Yeah. Yeah. Go Tulsa. So what, why did you guys choose this location? I mean, the Kendall Whittier area. That, we, 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 we. Kind of that guy walking out there right now, yeah, actually. Yeah, trash, his Ed. His name's Ed. Um, yeah, so we, I, I grew up right off of Cherry Street, and my dad, uh, we used to come down here to Sweeney's Hardware, because my dad's a carpenter, um, and so I would be here, uh, we'd go to Sweeney's probably once every couple of weeks, and so like, I mean, I knew the area a little bit, um, but when we were looking for locations, uh, someone mentioned how Kendall Whittier was coming up, and we didn't, like, we hadn't been down here in a while, uh, and so we didn't know, like, how even to find a space, and so I got on Facebook and messaged, uh, I think it's Kendall Whittier Main Street, mm-hmm. and Ed, who we just saw walking outside, um, he's kind of like the, what would you call him? He, like, kind of... I don't know, like it's in charge. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, <not> Ed. Yeah, <laughs> we, we don't know what your title is exactly, <laughs> but some sort of like he kind of just like runs the whole neighborhood. He doesn't thing. run it, but he like he helps grow the yeah, neighborhood. He helps cultivate area. the neighborhood. Like, uh, yeah. like he started the Mercado, uh, which is a Saturday market um, that goes on over here. And so, anyway, we reached out and he messaged us back and was like, hey, I think I've. I know a space that would work for you guys, and so that's how we came into Kendall Whittier. Mm-hmm. They introduced us to the Zigglers, which have been here forever. They're, like, amazing, um, and they've been great landlords, and they just um, kind of get where the neighborhood's going. Like, they're not like they're not just going to let anyone move in. Like, they own some biz- some buildings, and they, they're kind of selective on who they want to move in and stuff like that because they really, you know, want the neighborhood to go in a specific direction and so they really kind of just get they get it they get it yeah you get it (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah cool um where would you like to see your guys's shop go or grow or what what is what is the dream for joe and june to be eventually if there's any there's any dream or if you can't tell any secrets, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of like dreams that aren't 
all Joe and June, but they're related to Joe and June in way. So we want Joe and June to live on forever. Uh, we definitely want to stay in the Kindle Whittier district. Uh, we definitely love the space we're in, so we don't plan on, you know, changing that or anything. Um, we would also love to eventually open up a just vintage clothing shop. Okay. Um, so we would have Joe and June, but we'd also have another shop that just carried vintage clothing, shoes, accessories, and stuff. Um, so we've got that, and then there's... We'd love to get a building. Yeah, we would love to buy... We want to buy so many of the cool old buildings here. Oh. We really so if you have a million dollars... Yeah, if there's someone listening that wants to invest <laughs> and believes in what we're doing, we will make you money because <laughs> we want so many businesses in the Tulsa area. It's not even funny. Yeah, like... We have so many dreams. We have our eye on so many buildings right now. Like, there's even, like, an old church that's just boarded up. Um, down the street. Down the street, and we're like, we could turn those into apartments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. So. We, yeah, we, we have a lot of dreams um, for different businesses we want to open in Tulsa. Uh, it's just definitely going to take time and money. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. It's at least, like, don't get excited, guys. It's going to be at least, like... It's going to be a while. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. At least three to five years before anything else takes off. Until you but... make a million dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. There's there's more to come, hopefully. Awesome. Yeah. Well, how would how would people find you or see what you guys are doing? See what where you guys are at? So... We're, we have a website. It's called joeandjune.com. Is that, that kind of weird? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're on Facebook at Joe and June. And that's Joe, like J-O, because it's my great-grandmother's Josephine, so she just goes by Joe. Um, so it's J-O and June. And then on Instagram, we're Joe and June as well. Um, we don't really do Twitter. Yeah. We're not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter seems like it's dying, so. Yeah. yeah okay. We love Instagram, so. Yeah. yeah that's where you can find us, and. Uh, or you can find us in the shop. If we, whenever we do open another business, we'll definitely be posting out the wazoo about it. Yeah. For sure. Cool. <laughs> well, um, thanks for being on Low Key. Yeah, thanks for, thanks having, for having us. us. Um, we'll see you around, and hopefully people will come by. Some sundresses or floral yeah. dresses, is it? Is the popular one? Well, we have a yeah. couple floral. samples pulled for you right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get Matt in the dressing room yeah. and get him styled up. I hope they fit, good. and I hope I don't tear anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. it's, it's all good. Yeah. We've got your size. <laughs> I hope so. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks again for listening to the Low Key Podcast. If you're in Tulsa, go check out Joe and June, get a t-shirt, maybe some fancy rocks, or um, some cool clothing. Um, Go check out their social mediums, Instagram, Facebook, go like and follow them. Also, go check out the Low Key Podcast website, because we have vlogs and t-shirts. Go check out our social mediums, Instagram and Facebook. And thanks again for being on Philip and Danielle. So, guys, that's it in low-key land. Keep it nice. Keep it easy. Keep it low-key.